1: Welcome to the Talk Radio Countdown Show with Doug Steffen. Counting down what America is talking about.
2: The Talk Radio Countdown.
1: The gold rush of India actually the gold standard. Of information about News Talk Radio comes at you right now on the Talk Radio Countdown Show, a weekly overview with Michael Harrison, the editor and publisher of Talkers Magazine. I'm trying to get through the introduction fast so that we can get right to the
0: story list and the people list, Michael. <laughs> I've never heard you do anything like that. Do you remember Jackson Armstrong, your leader? Do you remember him on the radio? Um, Jackson, a lot of guys did the leader thing. I don't remember Jackson Armstrong. I remember a guy in New York used to do, this is uh, Leo leader.
1: Well, they talked so fast. There were three or four of them that were really very good during, I suppose the, the highlight of the disc jockey era was to try to find oh. people who were different and more clever and creative, and so that would have been in the '60s and the '70s. And he was around. I think he, the last place I heard him, he was in Buffalo, but he was on in New York and Boston and all over the place with. And he I just he would gibber yeah. jabber so fast,
0: but that you can understand him. But that was an art form. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and I I was never good at it. I I was um, my big break in in radio came when we had progressive rock. And we were able to talk like I'm talking to you now. It was a little right. bit, you know, idolized. It was yeah. soft and, and you know, right. hey man, here's authoritative. A new son- here's a new yeah. song from Hendrix, man. It's gonna blow mm. your mind. That type yeah. of thing. But you what, what it so I was cool. as a kid, as a kid growing up in the, particularly in the '60s, in the '50s, the radio, the big radio stars in the '50s. When you listen back to them now in the old tapes or YouTube, they just sound like guys talking, like like mm-hmm. Alan Freed, the, the first rock rock and roll disc jockey, the the biggest legend of all. You Hey, gang, it's Alan Freed. Now here's little Richard. That's uh, <laughs>
1: you know, well, Casey just, Kasem embodied that with this 20 years of
0: American top 40
1: in yeah, the 70s and the around. 80s. He never went, hey,
0: Casey here. No. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but, but you have cousin Brucey who's still going. Cousin My Brucey God. is on it. 89 you know, years old. Hey, cousins, this is your cousin Brucey here on yep, WABC. Right. The same stick for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's just well, he, sounds, he sounds older, very older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he,
1: well, he is older. But you know who gets away with that is shotgun Tom Kelly, mm-hmm. who's on serious now. But he was on most uh, the West, West Coast always during his career. Uh, he doesn't have anything to say, but he says it well. He doesn't have to have it. You know, he just has that voice, and, you
0: know, he just... He's been able but to it make was, it was an, it, But it was an art form. It, oh, it, yeah. You know, and I always, I kind of envied them. Now, the guys that weren't good at it, we used to call them, if you'll pardon the expression for those having breakfast or dinner, pukers. You know, That's right. come on. your oh, gang
1: is the dagger on the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they had that back yeah. of the throat thing going. JJ Jeffrey here on the air. Welcome into our show.
0: What do you think we have at number ten this week, boys yeah. and girls? And then some yeah. of them, because they did it so much for a living, that became their identity. They talked like that all the time. Yeah, you know, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, AJ, how you doing? Oh, it's really great to meet you, Mike. Yeah, like, thanks very much, boys and g- Yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah, okay. You so, uh, but it's right. um. It but but you know it is an art form. Uh, it was an art form. Yeah. And and then I I mean I know you never go anywhere without your horn. I I mean you know th- these guys not- see the man always is ready to pull his horn out at any time. See? So this way, when Doug meets new people or he has an opportunity to... <laughs> go on a date, bring to my To go horn on a date. To, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
0: know, he'll tell a joke and he'll pull out a horn and, and give himself right. his own puncture. Mm-hmm. Clarabelle. <laughs> who knows you, who remembers what Clarabelle was? Where do you keep all your horns and bells? Uh, I, it blows my mind. That, I can't uh, believe... You see, folks, this was not prepared. The man is always prepared with his horn and his bells and his whistles. It's, yep, it's, it's, okay. Do you have like? And I can baby? always do, do you,
1: like cargo pants. Like
0: how about who's your, what? Do you have cargo pants? Where do you keep all that stuff? And be, do you have like pockets in your pants to have? You, where do you keep your horn? Wait a minute, this doesn't work now. What's the matter with this?
1: My, oh, I, that doesn't work anymore. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let's get to the. What's not working? Matter?
0: Matter? <laughs> uh, the
1: one of my horns isn't working.
0: What's what do you? Got? my that? i'm glad we brought this up you wouldn't want yeah. to be caught in a serious situation no all right let's get to the countdown can we instead of i i find i one of these days i got to find out how you do that but that's another story <laughs> yeah, all right here it is it, it, the top 10 stories of the week <laughs> at number People 10 are to this. at number what 10, happened to the talk radio <laughs> countdown joe it's all part of radio yes at number 10 the russia ukraine war randy michaels says we should do more of this in order to survive who said AM that radio randy michaels Oh, we should gonna... <laughs> he's one to tell us about us live in AM radio. Right. Russia Russia Ukraine war at number ten. US China relations at uh number nine. There's a um I don't know if you ever watch Vice T V. No. Um Vice T V has a special that they just debuted. I'm in it, called really? Um Shock Jock Wars. Uh, really you know the dark side of the 2000s and it's about howard stern man cow and opian oh i saw that i did see that yeah and right. uh it's it was all very, contrived it's all baloney yeah yeah it's very right? uh <laughs> and who started it
1: man started that because he wanted more attention because
0: he wanted to kind of be like uh, stern when he grew up well he made well, a mistake had... of taking on stern stern is brutal yeah. These, these, guys, <laughs> these guys ripped each other. They ripped each other to shreds. They all Yeah, but it. they
1: was Stern's much better. Mancow's, Eric Mankow is his name, but you don't know what you're talking about. Guy who was in Chicago for most of his career. Eric Muller. Eric Muller, right. What did I yeah, say? Yeah. Eric Mankow? Eric yeah, Muller. Yeah. Eric, Eric Muller. Yeah. Yep. And Whole he's a story. He's a yeah. good he's a good jock. He was a good personality. He just a little temperamental and and uh, not easy to deal with, but he's was great on the air. That was true with a lot of people. You imagine how people had to, you know, the, remember the movie Howard Stern about, uh, what was it called, uh, the movie about Stern's career? What the heck was private, that? There private was a book. parts. Private parts, right. And the people who were in that and the way that it portrayed radio at the time, it was so accurate. Those of us in radio mm-hmm. looked at that and thought, my God, I've worked for a guy like
0: yeah. well, well, is isn't it, isn't it funny, isn't it funny <clears throat> that um, Stern played himself 20 years yeah. younger? Yeah right it, could could yeah. you do that if they made the if, if for some reason somebody with a lot of money to waste decided to make the doug steffen <laughs> story is that um, would kidding. that be a waste of money is that what i'm you're kidding i'm kidding uh yeah. it, it, and uh, and they said you have to play yourself as but you were you're 25 years younger or 30 years younger could you do that could you yeah. make you know the i can dark, pull off being younger even now people think i'm a lot younger than i am so oh, you
1: don't look well, a day well, over eighty to me. I thank you very 80. much. 80. That's very nice of you. It's, it's yeah. very nice.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Are we going to get through this list or not? No, it's it's obvious that this show is going to be one that we are not proud of. (laughs) This is going to be one that we hope, (laughs) this is the one that the guy that's going to hold the key to our future tunes into here. Ah, yes. "Ah, Those guys are a couple of jerks. At number 10, the Russia-Ukraine war. At number 9, the U.S.-China relations. At number 8, the Florida education policy. The Montana climate suit is a big story. It's at number 7. Number 6, immigration and border security. Home. No, crime and homelessness. And they, they do go together at number five. And boy, is that a problem? Uh, the Maui wildfires, um, outrageous. Number four, Hunter Biden investigation three. At number two, the fascinating 2024 presidential race. And number one. Really? You think it's uh, fascinating? Really? No, no. Oh, okay. I, I think it's distressing. Um hmm. I was being of the people. sarcastic. Okay. It's okay. fascinating. I love to watch yeah. the, the, right. the process of democracy, the wheels of democracy turn. At number one, we have Trump's legal battles. problem with the wheels on democracy is they're square yeah. now. Real fast, the people survey. Kathy Seeley at ten. She's a a judge type person. Tanya Chutkin at number nine. She she's a judge. Hunter Biden. He's being judged. He's at eight. Ron DeSantis. (laughs) I don't know about his judgment. We should be judging him. Rudy Giuliani. He's (laughs) done. (laughs) Number six. Uh, Mark Meadows. That's a
1: nice name, Mark. Meadows. i I've said all along as I've been going through this list uh, earlier before you
0: came on. He sounds like that's a radio guy's name. Yeah, Mark Meadows. Yeah, it's the Mark da, Meadows da. show. Mark Meadows, and welcome to the Mark Meadows show. Today we're mm-hmm. going to take you through a delightful journey: the music of Jerry Vale. At <laughs> number four, we have Jack Vic Smith. Malone coming right up after Jerry. <laughs> there <you> go right, <laughs> and Stephen Eddy's latest hit. Yep. At number four, we have Fanny Willis. At number mm-hmm. two, oh, he's still he's still around. Joe Biden. He's still yeah. He's still making news. And the Bidenettes and <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump. He should have the Trumpettes, right? He <laughs> should right. <laughs> at number or he one. could be
1: he could be with Percy Faith in his orchestra, uh, oh, perhaps.
0: Oh man, Percy mm-hmm. Faith.
1: All right. So let me ask you, why why are these stories and these people in the positions they're in? Uh, I know you you do a lot of research, but, you know, and and let's just we'll uh, we'll give in uh, to the to the list and just think to ourselves, okay, why is Florida such a mess? And why is the why is immigration such a mess? Why do we have so much crime? You know, why? There are whys that go with these stories. There's a there's a there's a factual. This is what's going on. But why are they going on? Do you ever stop to think about that? Why? uh, Yeah. yeah. Why does Trump
0: have so much legal trouble? Why? Because the answer is simple. People stink. (laughs) Well, that's the end of that, I guess. You know, we're a member of a a species that, uh, shall we say, is a work in progress. Yes. One one foot in the slime, the other foot in the stars. You know, it's like, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be on the spectrum of human potential?
1: Well, there's two things that have happened this week that didn't make it to the top 10 that... Answer those questions, The Webb we telescope the 12 <laughs> has yeah. the te- Webb's telescope uh, has found uh, the beginnings of the world aren't really the
0: beginnings. I've been out. saying that for years. <laughs> the, the, the James Webb Space Telescope, and I don't like to boast, but let me tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told you, so. No, I told the you James, so. the James Webb telescope is proving things that I have been saying for years, and that the Big Bang theory is BS.
1: And the other thing that has come out this week, uh, the scientists who are studying what's under the surface of the ocean bottom. And it turns out it isn't really the ocean bottom at all. That there's a whole new spectrum of life under what we thought was the bottom of the ocean. The bargain. Now, it's not the bottom. Yeah, it's amazing. All right. right. Anyway, meanwhile, back at the ranch. Lead. You want me to lead or you want to? You always lead oh that's right this is the countdown show i'm doug stefan and i'm the guy is here Uh, i was asking why these stories are the the uh have the impact that they do Hmm. uh and then got off onto a
0: a, a but i don't understand i don't understand i don't understand the question because it's an interesting one why are these stories the stories uh, in other words why uh, yeah
1: i mean i understand the ukraine thing because you know the drones are out there and Yada, yada. I guess I understand the Biden thing what and about Trump's the political battle battleground. An
0: unprecedented, historic, uh, a president in 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 criminal court. Um, yeah, you've got um, you've got the Maui uh, wildfires, which have tremendous uh, stories behind them as to how it happened, why it happened. So, isn't Politic- that,
1: in, in a manner of speaking, that's kind of in a way the most important. Trump is the one. This is, you put
0: these together because you talk about the most talked about stories.
1: It necessarily that's all mean, it is.
0: That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. It's not and the most people, important. It's not the most, yeah. uh, it's just the ones that most talked about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of the wildfires, you've heard the discussion back and forth. Uh, by the way, that's number four. If you uh, didn't hear us go through this a few minutes ago, the number four item on the story list this week from talkers is the uh, fire and what happened in Maui and all of the ancillary things. There's so many directions you go in, uh, the, including the guy that ran. Do you believe this? He actually admitted the guy who ran the early warning system said we didn't use it because it wasn't a tsunami and that's what it was designed for. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who has the balsam or the stupidity to admit that? And
0: people ask him, "Oh yeah, I'm proud of what I
1: did, huh?"
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 well, that's when the person doesn't see the forest for the trees. They just no. they're just following their recipe.
1: Yeah. And, and how um, much of that is a factor in what we talk about all across the board? You look at some of these. The, yeah, you know, I just said something uh, about Fannie Willis, uh, who is the one of the prosecutors in one of the many cases against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And looking at her career, it's not very stellar. And she's lost more than she's won. And so is that part of what came up this week, or is it just an attack on her because uh, she's going after Trump? Uh, do we get to the bottom line of what she's really, all, what's her career been like? I think it's fascinating to look at some of these people uh, who are coming from nowhere. Whoever heard of Kathy Seeley before this week or Tanya Chulkin, uh, Chutkin?
0: Well, I mean, isn't that the way it should be, that that the, 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 the list of people who are the most talked about on a specific format of radio, which is a big one, a powerful one, influential one, yep. some of them are people you've heard of for years, and some of them are people who come and go. It doesn't, just because you're in the spotlight doesn't mean that you've just been hatched. I mean, you could be sure Kathy Seeley has had an interesting life and career. Yeah. Tanya Chutkin has had an interesting <laughs> life and career. It's just that... Um, their path has taken them to the spotlight now for a while and the lawyers now on the other side they'll become famous the
1: lawyers for trump who by the way had a lot of balsam this week asking the judge to delay the start of the trial until 2026 (laughs) i thought that was pretty amazing Serious stuff, seriously, but okay, why does it always it come on your phone. always have to be cereal? All right, number four. I want to stick with this for a while, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. I was looking at this. Uh, there's a banyan tree. Uh, you know what a banyan tree is? is a oh, pretty sure. much it's a Hawaiian. It's, a, oh, yeah. it's one of those uh, Pacific Island trees. And uh, if you look for a silver lining, which is what I always look for in a conversation about something as bleak, As what happened on Maui here among all of the destruction that was left by the wildfire this historic tree which has been a landmark there for over 150 years was left it lived it's still standing the fire went around it it's charred a little bit but isn't that amazing when you think about the the tree of life basically the fire did not sap there's all kinds of analogous stuff that the fire could not sap the life out of this tree maybe it's a little traumatized
0: but well the tree is yeah. a survivor it's uh, yeah. you
1: know yeah yeah i think that's i thought that was very cool it is that's interesting i didn't so know the the other, tree. Uh, yeah the other question about we have joe biden as number two on the people list um And we have the Ukrainian war. So somebody has come up with a good talk radio host, actually came up with a comparison of the aid that is on its way to Hawaii. And this is, I'm sure, a writer of center of show, but I thought this was interesting, frankly, comparing this clever fellow compared the aid that we have sent to Ukraine to this point and what's on the bill of fare to go to Hawaii. So far, Joe Biden has said there's $200 million dollars Uh, available right now for assistance and then, so the Republicans are saying, okay, 200 million goes to somebody in our country and how many, like 700 billion or whatever the stupid number is that's gone to Ukraine, how do you justify that? I think that's a wonderful question for
0: conversation, don't you? Yeah, it's a good question, I know the answer the justification is, is that uh, Ukraine's situation uh, provides uh, tremendous danger to the western world for years Mm -hmm. to come, and therefore, um, we're not just doing it for Ukraine, we're doing it for NATO, and we're doing it for us. I'm not saying necessarily that's the correct answer, but that is the answer. 113 billion so far in aid,
1: and the Department of Defense sent another $12 billion worth of of planes this week over there through, I think, Denmark or... (laughs) Some countries so it doesn't look like it's coming from America. This is, yeah. the, way
0: the, su- this is the way the superpowers have war. That you know, the term you hear, folks, is proxy war. You have um, you have other people fighting it for you, but it's really yeah. you. Yep. You know, the, the 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 Korean War was a, a proxy war. Yep, and uh, we've lost that. All of them we've the, lost. The, it the guys made a lot of money. They
1: make uh, armaments. That's for sure. You know, if you, you watch billions, right? No, I don't. Oh, didn't you? Okay, so this conversation won't mean. What to is to Billions? It. Billions is a show on Showtime uh, about a guy that runs. His name is Axelrod. Uh, he ran a hedge fund in New York, and it was about how the guys running these hedge funds make all this money and what they do with it, and how conniving they are. And but if I, I'm not going to tell you the whole story because it's, uh, it's, it's a too side, involved. It's a sidetracking thing. Yeah, but it, but so I go point? back. The reason I brought it up is because he's involved. Uh, in the storyline of the show in selling arms and and orchestrating and bringing he's the one who's been in the middle of bringing the arms from the american uh, manufacturers to the ukrainians that's part of the of the new storyline mm-hmm. and i there's got to be a guy who's doing that someplace right wouldn't you think there's some well arms I, you know, dealer
0: or broker you've heard, you've heard of this thing called the military industrial complex Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, the famous speech by Dwight David Eisenhower upon leaving the presidency in which he warned, here, a five-star general, a military man, warning as his legacy, not what a great job I did as president. But as I leave, I'm warning all generations to come that the U.S. and our freedom is definitely being compromised by the growth of the military-industrial complex, which means yep. the unholy alliance between industry and the military. Yep. Go to LAX. LAX.
1: Anybody who's never been to LAX, and look at the buildings that surround the Los Angeles. LAX is Los Angeles Express Airport. You see the Boeing main office there, the Lockheed Martin main office there, uh, the Raytheon (laughs) main office. All these people are the biggest defense contractors, and they're all right there. And there are plants all over California making this stuff. Uh, It's just it's really pretty amazing if you pay attention. But that's the problem. So many people don't pay attention. We're too busy worried about whether Trump's going to go to jail or not, or whether he's going to see the light of day or he's going to show up at the courthouse. He's going to be arrested on the site and put in jail. Uh, What's his mugshot going to look like? Yeah, like that. The future of the world is determined by that.
0: Hmm. Have I
1: gotten too excited about that? No,
0: no, I, I'm, I'm listening to you. I, Thank you. I don't know how to respond. My only response is they're all important. All right, it, so then it, let's... It's all important stuff. That's, that, I mean, we base our business on a spectrum of important issues. Okay, so then what's
1: how important is this woman in Texas this week arrested for threatening to kill the judge who is overseeing the Trump investigation and court proceedings? Her name is Abigail Schrei. She called the chambers of the judge, and this is Chutkin. Is it Chutkin or Chulkin? Is it? It's is it Chutkin. Mellon, uh, Chutkin. Tanya Chutkin. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, this is a black woman, and left a threatening voicemail, and was dumb enough to use her own phone. <laughs> so that, uh, <laughs> you know, and she referred to her the N-word, and all kinds of stuff. This has hit all over media, everywhere. And you've got to wonder how it is And I'm going to say this right up front why it is that that so many people who are identified as Republicans fall into this category. What is there about being a Republican? I know that guys like Tom Hartman who's left of center successful talk radio host would probably bring that up and I'm sure they brought it up on CNN, but I think it's a legitimate question. Uh, that ought to be asked a little bit more
0: frequently than it is. It's uncomfortable well, the an- the to talk is, about it. The answer is Donald Trump. Yeah. The answer is Donald Trump. The answer, and 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 why is it so serious that a person threatened the life of a judge because she doesn't agree with the political situation? Yeah. It's it, it's dangerous because that's antithetical to American democracy. It's un-American. Right. These people who think that they are American patriots, and pardon the expression, I'm a Pats fan, you know, Um, and and the word patriot means a lot to me. But um, many people wrap themselves in the flag. Many people, you know, scoundrels, Um, the last resort of scoundrels is to uh, claim patriotism. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's un-American. All of this stuff is un-American. And that's why it's a big story. Okay, so then let's go to Canada for another wrinkle on
1: the number one story this week. A Canadian woman has been sentenced to 22 years in jail for sending letters laced with ricin to Donald Trump. Just as bad. Poison. Mm. Worse.
0: This is somebody, and a Canadian, no Threatening less. Threatening to kill somebody is not yeah. good. But actually trying to kill them. Sending she said, poison. Is
1: this w- woman's name is uh, Pascale Ferriere, and she said that she regretted that her plan failed, and she wished she could stop Trump, and if she had it to do over, <laughs> over again, she'd do it. She wants to get rid of Trump. FBI found her fingerprints on the letter uh, that went to
0: uh, Trump. And, well, uh, there's uh, a saying was... called fighting fire with fire. Yeah, It's very difficult for the good guys to resort to that. Because when yeah. you're dealing with ideological differences, <laughs> right. and you and you resort to the same tactics that the bad guys do, they do, you're a bad you guy. Beca- then you become a bad guy. Number so, two on the list,
1: the story list this week is a focus on the presidential race. I thought it was interesting, Michael, that the super PAC that has uh, has so far raised the most dough for Ron DeSantis has told him, uh, apparently in a memo that was leaked, to take a sledgehammer at next week's debate to vivek ramaswamy because he's rising in the polls and is threatening to beat desantis so the way to beat him is to as they say quote unquote take a sledgehammer to him there you go that's politics in america 2023 fabulous Mm -hmm. i actually think that guy's got something to say you pay
0: attention to him ramaswamy I pay, I pay attention to everybody. I spent I hours practicing how to say Vivek Ramaswamy. I did, too. Yeah, I can't you. even <laughs> say it backwards. I just wanted to did Vivek. Uh-huh. So, I, I, I mean, I, I, honestly, seriously, I think the guy's got a lot to say. Don't well, I mean, young, a lot of people, a lot, they're, they're, first of all, I don't know the guy from A Hole in the Wall other than what you know about him. Yeah, and, okay. And, and, and a lot of people have a lot to say. That doesn't make, make him a good president. No. I don't, want, any, I I don't want a well. president I haven't heard of a year ago. Mm-hmm. That, well, I, that, that was t- the case with the. Uh, wait a minute, Jimmy Carter
1: and Bill Clinton both fit into that category.
0: Not as much as okay. as, as, as uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, Jimmy Carter was a governor. Bill Clinton was a governor. They, I mean, there are guys that just come out of nowhere, and and all of a sudden we like what they say. Well, there's a lot of talk show hosts who say things I like, but I wouldn't want them. In my house
1: <laughs> you're not invited to dinner at Michael's house
0: no, I'm serious I mean you no, know no, come no. On, you know it's the president if there's any one thing we've learned from Donald Trump is that all presidents are not equal That's if there's anything sure. that we're learning about politics today is that both parties are not necessarily the same now well I okay
1: so let's see what's brewing I, I suspect, and I don't know this because I don't know, you don't know what's going to happen with the list next week, but the beginning of school starting, and the biggest story that I have seen about the school year beginning is that there aren't enough school bus drivers all across the country to get students to school and to class. We have it in my town, I'll bet it's in your town. The drivers are being paid $30 an hour with a $300 signing bonus, and we're short 17 drivers here where I am, and I see stories all, when I look at the various
0: sources, the same story is being repeated across the country. Why do you suppose that is? I was going to ask, what do you think? I don't know. I know what it is. I didn't even realize there was this problem. They don't want the responsibility of being with these rotten kids.
1: (laughs) That's pretty much it. Yep. The (laughs) kids are rotten, (laughs) unbelievably badly behaved, fights on the bus, spitting on the drivers. We have that. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And so why does that? That may be a subtext, but I'm figuring as school begins... There will be discussion of this because it is the one single thing that seems to be uniting all the discussions about the start of school everywhere in the country. So,
0: there it is. I'm only prognosticating. What, 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 what thing is uniting discussions? The, school the bus fact problem? that there's or not the enough school bus drivers are, and the kids are rotten. Both well, yeah, yeah, well, both are interesting stories. Um, I find the kids being rotten more interesting than necessarily one of the results of people not wanting to be school bus drivers. Yeah, I would imagine the rotten kids. I'd imagine there are people that don't want to be teachers.
1: Yeah. Right. Same thing. Kids are rotten. And then we look at the parents and well
0: how did the kids don't get them? rotten? How I don't did know. the let's you know, answer that
1: next week because we're out of time here no. in this segment. Stephen J.J. Wiseman is here with us to uh, take his wise approach to some of the legal uh the legal entanglements that we find ourselves in looking at the charts for this week. Brought to you, by the way, by the folks who are offering you two free nights. Not one, not, well, two. Some people are getting three, <laughs> actually. Yeah, it is. <laughs> go, just dial 800-419-DUG and find out what I'm talking about. Maybe I'll call and I can find out what I'm talking about, too. 800-419-3684. All right, so a not a laughing matter is the situation in Maui. And uh, the first time I saw this, it wasn't a scam that was aimed at humans, but at dogs. Uh, somebody trying to raise money for a humane society that does not exist. But yet, who's going to say no to helping some dog or group of dogs that have uh, had their life upended by the reality of what happened in in Maui? And so yeah. we come back again to the warning, Steve.
2: Yeah, it's in, it's incredible uh, what happened in Maui and actually in a moment we can talk about uh lawsuits that were filed against the uh, Hawaiian Electric Company. But yeah. yeah, the the scammers scammers are there much quicker uh than FEMA and any of the other uh, charities and the charities that would would be helping. And like you say they appeal to our best interests and they look legitimate but they again whenever you get a an email a text message a phone call and if you get a phone call even if you're on the do not call list charities are exempt from that but you still can't tell who's really calling you even if it says the name of some the humane society or or whatever on your caller ID caller ID is easily manipulated so that the thing you, you really need to do is if you're considering giving to a charity, uh, get the name of the charity, and then go to a website called charitynavigator.org, and it'll tell you two things, one of which you and I have talked about a lot. One is it'll tell you right off if that is a scam. But secondarily, you will find that if the so-called legitimate charities, how much of what they are spending actually goes to their charitable purposes and how much are they themselves. And yep. that's something you and I have talked about a number of charities that so-called legitimate that keep, you know, huge amounts of what they collect.
1: Ridiculous. Steven J.J. Wiseman is here on the countdown. He's a professor of law at Bentley, practicing lawyer, practicing radio talk host. Uh, he runs the website we were just talking about, Scamicide.com. Uh, clearly someone who is in the know. And I think, yeah, there are a couple of things I want to touch on here, including the one that you just mentioned, the lawsuits filed against the electric company. Here we go again, like PG&E. These people yep. deserve apparently every bad bit of publicity they're getting. Uh, and so what are people who are suing them? Is this a class action lawsuit? Some uh, smart lawyer jumping to his feet right away and uh, getting a bunch of people to sign on with him? What will what will become of this suit as it goes down the path, Steve.
2: Yeah, and you mentioned PG&E, and so some people, Pacific Gas and Electric, this is yeah. a, uh, uh, a utility out in California that has repeatedly been held responsible for their negligence in causing uh, tremendous wildfires in California. And In fact, uh, the payments ended up putting the company uh, into bankruptcy. Yeah,
1: and the, now, the state the, bailed them out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So now you you look at California actually has uh, laws that make these uh, utility companies responsible, even if it doesn't rise to negligence. Hawaii will be a little bit uh, higher of, of a bar, higher of a standard. But mm-hmm. it does appear, at least initially from the reports I'm seeing, that there have been problems for quite a while uh, with the the safety of their same old thing uh, wires. Yeah, and the thing is, fool me once, you know, shame on me, fool you twice, yeah. shame on you, shame, fool me twice, shame on me. This is something that does appear, uh, at least if if it gets proven in court, to be yep. negligence. And this negligence has cost more than a hundred lives in the destruction of property you mentioned before about you know animals as well that we need to care for uh... this is time that companies were held responsible for harming the public and you're right this is uh, this will be a uh, a class action uh quite often what happens in here is a number of law firms jump on it yep. and uh, then it, the the court decides whether to certify a class and which of the law firms will take the lead in that but uh it's going to be in court and it's going to be interesting to see what happens
1: messy stuff to be sure all right there it is couple of items of interest to a lot of legal stuff this week. The Montana suit, that'll still be active next week. We'll talk about that with Stephen J.J. Wiseman here on the Talk Radio Countdown Show. I'm Doug Stephan. The
2: Talk Radio Countdown,
0: talk radio countdown Show is a production of Stephan Multimedia, produced by Bob K. Sound and Recording.